And I think you might have to say, got it. I did not have to say, got it. Oh, really? Weird. Because we already did that. Did that today? This is a take two. (laughs) This is a take two. My computer died and kicked me off. Okay, take two. Welcome to Sisterly Situations. I'm Sherilyn. Hi, I'm Missy. And this is our situation. Situation. So So, the episode, okay. (laughs) So we just, we did want to come on here and put a little intro, um, a little disclaimer for this episode. This is about our year of trauma. I don't about a year of trauma. We've been referring it to our year of trauma, but we've had a few of those. Lots of trauma. You might be like, really, this was a different year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which one? This episode is mostly about or entirely about the year, year and a half that we experienced a lot of loss between us and how that really threw us both as sisters as well as in life. And yeah, and there there was a lot of death. So we wanted to do a disclaimer because this might be triggering for people. And it is about our experience through that mm-hmm. and how incredibly difficult it was. Like, I know I listened to the rough recording and was crying like five minutes into it. Like, yeah. And you off. told me that and I haven't listened to it at all yet. Like, I'm going, I'm going to sit down and edit it and. <laughs> That's when I'm going to listen and cry, I guess. Yeah, there's going to be, there's lots of crying. I did all the crying, I think, in the episode. And I think also I wanted to talk to, so in our last episode that released, we said like there are things that you do or that I do that other people are like, ew, like, why do you let them do that? Oh, yeah, like between us. Yeah, between us. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, that doesn't, that's not. A thing that bothers us. Mm-hmm. So in this episode that you're about to listen to, I do a lot of the talking. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it is mostly it right. is mostly me talking, and that's one of those things because I remember details. And yeah, and I trauma. black them out. Yeah, because that's your trauma response. Is you're yes. like, oh yeah, I forgot that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I, just the other day, something. I think it was yesterday, some random thing came back to me and I was like, oh, wow, I really do block out trauma. And now guess what? Can't remember that thing that I remembered yesterday. So I really do. I I block it out immediately and then it's gone. And I don't know what triggers it to come back other than people telling me that it, things happened. So there was something earlier this year and you were like, you were mad at dad about and you're like, I don't even remember why I'm mad at him. And I was like, because remember we had that conversation and he said this and he said this and he said this. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, I uh-huh. do have a good reason to be mad at him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dad, if you're listening, I'm not actively mad at you anymore. <laughs> not now. This was this was a couple This was a while ago. ago. So um, So that's our little disclaimer. That's our disclaimer. Is that yeah. there's a lot of loss in this episode about a few years ago and how many years ago that's we're getting close to a decade we're getting close to 10 years ago gross no sorry 2016 so yeah it was it was just seven years seven years yeah that's closer to a decade than not (laughs) listen 
Yeah. And for me, it was December 2015 that Alex passed. Yeah. So that's, you're coming up on eight years. I'm coming up on eight years next month. Yeah. We just crossed seven years for Uncle Tom's passing in October. Yep. And it'll be eight for grandma in December too. Are we giving away the whole episode? I don't think so. A lot of people passed in 2016 and we had a really rough time getting through those losses. And so we talk about that here. And so just warning disclaimer, if you're, especially if you're family, this is, this was a hard one. This was a hard one. We had avoided recording for a long time. I've recorded probably a year ago. (laughs) Yep. And I've avoided editing it for that whole year. And, and I haven't, and you know, you listen to the uncut version and I won't touch it until I am actively editing it. Cause we're also, the other piece to that is I've been avoiding it anyway, even things when, even when things are going well, but things are not well right now. (laughs) I'm not okay. You're not feeling okay. So Life is really, really throwing us some tests currently, and um, I feel like I'm failing. I logically and spiritually understand that everything is happening for a reason. I don't logically understand the reason, but I know that these hurdles I'm going to get through and it will be okay. But yeah, right now I'm feeling not okay and so we also just wanted to make some space for that because you're pretty stressed out also yeah so we recently did see each other ironically Mm -hmm. for a funeral yeah ironically for a funeral of someone that we love so much our great great uncle wait no, great one uncle, great, just great one great, uncle. sorry. I mean, he was great, great. He was great, 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 great. great. He, he was great, great such man. a great, great man, yeah. He was, he was so uncle. strong and fun and stoic and smart and resilient and uh, and humble. And that's the craziest part is how humble he was with all the stuff he did. And um, yeah. I just, I learned more about him at the funeral than I knew about him in life because he, because of his humility, he was so humble. He didn't talk about himself and like all the cool freaking things he did because we were kids and I specifically, like he was playing with me as a kid, you know, he was meeting me where I was and he was just such a great man. So yeah, we did just see each other in Northern Virginia for that beautiful memorial service and it was beautiful a it lot of people a came memorial service and it was great to see family it was um, I, it was so but there was one point where dad was like are you okay and I was like no no I'm not okay like I'm at my uncle's funeral no <laughs> like I remember I, I like, remember and he was like <laughs> like at- in the church he was like What's I know wrong? I, I know like, hello I'm in mourning I know and as soon as you said that he was like but that makes sense okay yeah that I makes just, sense yeah I, I think I he was just checking that it wasn't extra stuff on top of that I mean he and was, there was extra stuff 
that I wasn't willing to make about me at that time. So of to course. be fair, if I'm being honest, there is extra stuff between of him course. and I that I haven't, I haven't talked to him about. Oh, I didn't feel yeah. like that was the right time and place. So there is extra. Okay. It wasn't about me. And so we did mm -hmm. just do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I got to say to dad's credit on my side, I know you're having trouble, but on my side, he really held space for me and he held me physically. And that felt really good to have. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it was really nice to have my dad's support and holding. And I still feel that right now. He's being incredibly supportive and encouraging of me through all the tough shit that's going down right now. And he's also providing me a way out of this shit. And um, I, nothing feels... I really feel blessed by that. <clears throat> so anyway, thanks, Daddy-O. That's great. Yeah. And thank you to my stepmom, you. too. My stepmom plays a huge, huge role in in that. I do love that you have that and that that's happening with them for you. Me, too. Okay, so there you go. You got Missy crying now. <laughs> So now you get both of us crying in this episode. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of tears. Um, but that was a happier tear, I think. Yes, that was that was grateful tears. It's um, it's emotional. So this is, I guess, a pretty long intro, but I think we needed it. We <clears throat> haven't gotten a record in a while, and yeah, we so wanted to do a catch up, but we don't really have enough. We're not there. We're just not there. <laughs> just life is hard right now. Yeah. Things are hard. I, I know I usually walk around and go, it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's not fine right now. I've been carrying a lot of sadness for a while, actually. So, yeah, I'm incredibly stressed out and sad. Well, but I think I was doing a little bit better this week. I just, no, no, I wasn't. I, I stressed. Oh, I wasn't. That was bad, please. It's all going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. I think that. It will be okay. I'm well, not okay. Right I know now, that. Right. But it will of be course. okay. Right. We know that it'll be okay. We also know that it's important that our feelings, our true valid feelings in the moment need to be felt. We can't deny ourselves our feelings. We're both going through some shit right now and um, that we're not ready to talk about on here. And um, I think that it's, I think it's important to make space for that and, you know, be true to be true to how we're feeling, but yeah, also know that it is going to be okay. And, but that doesn't make the hard part less hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do want to say though, I, I feel incredibly grateful because that space has been with our aunt Laura and uncle Kenny. They've really 
been there for me. And when I've been really upset, they've definitely been there for me, especially this past year. But like recently, even when I was really upset about stuff, they were both there for me exactly as I needed. And they've been wonderful. I'm so, so happy that you have that. I am so grateful for Aunt Laura and Uncle Kenny. I I can't believe I didn't really, I've always known he was a nice, sweet man, but I didn't really up until recently get the time to get to know him. And I still really haven't, you know, whenever we're there, we're pretty wrapped up in what we're doing, but what I do know and feel from him. I mean, he's so sweet. I was in his bathroom and he saw me digging through drawers and he was like, what you looking for, honey? And I was like, Q-tips or something. And he was like, oh, just come out here. Anything that's not in there, look in this cabinet or look in this closet and it should be back stocked in here and just dig it through it and whatever you need should be in here. And I was just like, thanks, man. You're so sweet. And he set me up. He's just... Yeah, he's a good, kind-hearted guy. I approve. <laughs> you approve. <laughs> you can keep on Aunt Laura. <laughs> How fortunate. <laughs> um, yeah, he taught me how to change my oil this summer. We've worked on things Aww. together and different projects. And That's cute. He's, he's really... When I was upset and not feeling love elsewhere and I was upset about it, he was like, tell with them, just focus on your aunt and uncle who are really proud of you and we really love you and we're here for you. Aww. Like, Aww. Okay. And that was right after he got really mad at me. So I was really upset. I was like, this is the It's time unconditional love. Like, yeah. I was like, this is going to be the time where he's going to be like, yeah, I don't want you coming around anymore. And he wasn't Aww. completely turned the other way. And I was ready to be like, shouldn't go away. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm used to, right? Yeah. So, feeling expendable. Yeah. And I was really feeling expendable. And he was like, no. No, this is unconditional. This is what that feels like. Let me show you. Yeah. He probably doesn't even know how deep and meaningful that is yeah we should tell him maybe he'll hear on here <laughs> he knows how to listen to a podcast or what a podcast oh maybe aunt laura will play it for him but we'll tell him ourselves also i'll tell him I'm or you will tell a- him this is your thing yeah i don't know why i'm including myself um, um i'm <laughs> I'm working on a project for him in his garage, actually, that I'm pretty excited about for that is going to be revealed for Christmas. Oh, okay. Okay. The thing I know about, right? With the Yeah. Okay. I think so. I, think I don't know how you got it from that. I don't know what you're doing over here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm like trying I... to figure out how to put this one here and you 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 put them all in lines on a board oh no I'm doing something completely different for him did you give him that other thing no okay, <clears throat> okay. I, I've completely taken a left-hand turn I can okay. tell you about it. yeah I'm painting like a mural in his garage oh my god that's so cool I want to come I feel like 
I feel like I'm being Which told. he kind of knows. Like, it's a, um, right now there's a big sheet hanging up in the garage because <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I had to start. <laughs> and he was like, so underneath that sheet, I guess I'm not supposed to look the big red thing that's in the garage. Correct. And I was like, you're right. Not until Christmas morning. Aww. And he was, he was like, okay, no problem. I'll respect that. Oh, that is so And cute. he will too. That's so. cute. Yeah, he's a sweet yeah. guy. So he knows I'm doing something, but he doesn't know what. Right. That's cute. That's cute. All right. Well, um, just one more thing, I guess, about current not feeling right, not feeling good, not feeling well, feeling super stressed, is that through all of this turmoil, I am feeling a pull to be closer to all of you guys um yeah it's not jersey jersey's too expensive also but i'm being drawn i think it's good to be within driving distance at least to family like it's i would love yeah i would love to be like I don't know, maybe live in Virginia nearby you. And then you're like, Hey, I'm going to Aunt Laura's this weekend. I'm like, all right, cool. Me too. Then let's do that. You know, like that would be cool to be able to do. Yeah. I mean, and be able to go, Hey, do you want to go this weekend over to dad's and drive over to Tennessee? Like, yeah, I feel like that would be great. Um, you're welcome to come to my state. (laughs) <laughs> you're welcome to come to my state. Not my house, but you're welcome to come to my state. <laughs> you can come to my house for a week. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. For our listeners, we have week. a bit of a limit of how long we can spend together Yeah, when it's week. night and day. Because <laughs> we are usually loving and I love you and giggly and stuff, but we also do like normal sisters get on each other's nerves. Right. So. Right. Exactly. That's a very real thing. So it is. Come visit. I'm looking up. Be my neighbor. That would be great. Yeah, I would love to be your neighbor. I'm looking up. um, I wish I could afford to just build like a tiny house on like on the back of my property. Just be like, you can live back there in a tiny house. um, I would love that also. This definitely looks like a building I've been to. I'm looking up my job in Virginia to see if there's any of those places there. There is. I just saw one of them. Uh, yeah. Is it next to a New Balance store? Is it on oh. West Broad? Yeah. 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 And then so there's... it's like right near my job. <laughs> oh, my God. And then there's another one. Oh, wow. There's a Club Bodies there, too. All these shopping centers, though, in Virginia, I got to say, they all look exactly the same. They're the same color scheme. They're the same, like... They're very similar, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like, is this the same building? (laughs) There's, like, two builders in Richmond that... Oh, so this one is in Midlothian. Uh Uh-huh. So that's close to my house. Okay. So there's one on West Broad, and there's one in Midlothian. Okay. So one one close to your question. job and one close to your house. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely options. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some research. I'm in like 
fantasizing imaginary look at options phase right now yeah. i don't know what i'm gonna do i want to run away from san diego is really where i'm at and it's not san diego the place i love it here but it's the turmoil and it's not yeah. also it feels different than like the runaway that missy used to do this feels like i running need towards something yeah running towards not really running away <laughs> yeah running towards. because i will say like because you were saying you feel like you're being pulled towards family right now mm -hmm. and i will say like as hard as it can be i've kind of gotten used to the five-hour drive especially mm -hmm. since i'm turning around and going back <laughs> turning you're around doing and it back. over and over yeah so yeah i have gotten used to it and it'll be nice to I, share it right it would be nice to share it absolutely and it is i feel like a very different thing having uh, being within driving distance like if i was much further and i couldn't just uh, like if it wasn't driving distance like i couldn't live in florida and go up to jersey as right often. Like I, I couldn't do that i couldn't live in texas and drive to jersey all the time like <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't manage that um mm -hmm. that would wear on me mm -hmm. but the five hours five hours seems to be like kind of the limit like any more than five yeah. or six hours it would be a wrap yeah. yeah and it's really four and a half four hours and 40 minutes to the new place i guess i can give that update i bought a house yay she got and I'm I'm excited about it and really I'm proud of myself and it finally happens and it's something I've been working towards for so long. Yeah. And it's a little bit surreal and I I do love the house. Makes me sad that it's not in New Jersey with my family. Of but, course, yeah. And that the heat is not working. <laughs> <laughs> There's my hurdles. That is stressing me out. I really thought I'd at least get to a point where I was making my first mortgage payment before something massive went broke. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be, it's, it's, it's not okay, but it will be. I'm not yeah. fine. I'm right. not okay. Right. Me neither. But. Yeah. But. It's okay to not be okay. And it's also just okay to say that you're not okay. I do think that we talk about a lot of things that we've overcome and love that. But also, I think we deserve the space to be honest about where we're at when shit is shitty. When it's shitty situations. Situations. <laughs> so... On that this, happy note, let's yeah, get this into is a really long really intro. Sad episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get, get into the really this. sad episode. Yeah. Um. So thanks for being here and sticking with through a uh sticking with us through this long crazy intro and what is about to follow. We love you. We love our listeners. We love you. All right. Enjoy. Maybe that's a weird thing to say. Uh, um, listen well. I don't know. <laughs> keep your heart open and have the tissues. And I hope that you get something from this episode. Yeah, Even I hope if that it's just comfort. That yeah, 
you know, you're not alone. You're not alone in um, grief. Yeah. Grief is universal. Everybody deals with it differently. There's no right way. There's no, well, there are some wrong ways and we certainly had some. We certainly ways. did do those wrong things. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yep. We are human. So we love you and we're here to support and hold you. <sighs> yes. I love you. I love you. You might be able to talk and drag and drop files in an organized fashion at the same time, but I, my dear, cannot. All right. That's fair. (sighs) All right. So that's our situation. Okay. (laughs) Welcome Welcome. to these situations. (laughs) I'm Missy. And I'm Charlene. (laughs) And we are your hosts. And here's our situation. We decided that since our last recording we touched on our year of trauma that we talked about we've been avoiding talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. we decided to talk about it and uh, I guess talk say what happened okay so like what's your timeline when does it start for you so I'll be honest for us we say it's a year of trauma but it was significantly longer than a year yeah it was like two It was troubling. So we did touch on one of the things that we have in common is we've both lost men in our lives that we've loved. Former lovers. So mine happened years prior to yours. Ten. I think it was ten years prior to mine. No. Okay. How many years? I'm I'm just gonna refuse that statement. It can't be ten years. Okay. Can you tell me what year? Fuck no, because I can't do fast math. So mine happened in 2007. Okay, so it happened. And yours happened December of 2015. Yeah. Fucking eight years. No, no. I refuse that math. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Because for me, it's it's yesterday. Yeah. Um, No, I hear you. I hear you. Because now now (laughs) I'm about at where you were. So I'm at no. I'm at seven years. No. And what? No. I just I'm refusing your math. I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh, saying, can you yeah, stop just, saying no? Because sorry. you're making me question myself, and I'm like, what are you saying? I'm sorry. correct. Okay, everybody, I'm correct. <laughs> it's saying that I am, I am almost there. It has been seven years this December. So yeah. Sorry, I love you. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. This okay. is layered. These notes it is. Layered. I, I said this was going to be hard. I know. And I was like, let's not make it hard. And like, let's not oh, make it hard. No, I can't even talk about the years. I can't talk about the minutes. So oh, you, you're someone that you loved and you were involved with died in December. Yeah. So that was December 5th, 2015. 2015. And then, and then 26 days later, our grandmother our maternal grandmother passed away on New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. And I was working and she died. And that was who. And I wasn't fully processed Alex's death. Alex, my ex that passed away. 
for listeners, mm-hmm. he passed of a heroin overdose and um, it broke my heart and it was really difficult. And I, I was, I pretty much was not, it, I, I was having a really hard time um, thinking about anything else. And then my grandma passed and everybody around me, including my sister was uh, having a really hard time. And I was like numb. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So you were numb and going through your stuff and she were kind of just, you were in that part of grief where you're just going through the motions. It was still very raw for you. Mm-hmm. And then grandma dies and I had had calls that she was getting better. And mom had said, mom's going to die. My mom's going to die and she's going to go to hell. And cause she hasn't been saved. And I was like, mom, she's not going to die. I just sucked on the nurse today gonna be fine and like two days later I get a Facebook message from our grandmother's youngest sister that says your grandmother just went into cardiac arrest I need you to get a hold of Dawn so she knows like my aunt Dawn so she she knows what's happening and so I pretty much just like copied and pasted because I was like I'm not processing gotta let aunt Dawn know and I copy and paste into a text message to aunt Dawn to be like this is happening. You need to know. And Aunt Dawn snapped at me and was like, this is not information you give through a text message. I am on my way to the hospital. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. That's not something you should receive in this type of message. And I was like, my face, when you said that you received that in a Facebook message, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But I, I like, it's just information transfer and not processing what the information is at all. And so then I was really scared because I was supposed to, I was going to go up to New Jersey to be with the family. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Cause I stay when I go up there with aunt Dawn and aunt Dawn's pissed at me. Aww. And I was like, she's pissed. Cause I did this wrong and I don't know how to correct it. And mom was there with aunt Dawn. And I was telling her, I was like, she's so pissed at me. And she was like, your aunt Dawn's not pissed at you. She, she yes. like, she's grieving. Like our mom just died. <laughs> like, yeah get over yourself for a minute which was <laughs> fair she was like just yeah probably something and, you need to hear in that moment and that's probably right and it's true and it's true like she she just doesn't she's, she's not worried not about your feelings she was, she's not she was annoyed with you for saying that I'm mad at you in the moment for sure but I don't but she's mm-hmm. also not one to like carry that anger I don't know not towards me anyway yeah so I had all kinds of insecurities and everything and uh and Dawn took the phone from mom, I think at that point. And she was like, Cheryl, just get your ass home mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and handed the phone back to mom. And she was like, you heard her just, just come home. And so I was like, okay, so I need to get my daughter. She was with her dad. Her dad said, was actually very understanding. He was like, listen, tonight is one new year's Eve. It's not the safest time to be on the roads Two, your grandmother literally just died. Let's wait till tomorrow. Get your, and then you can get Guinevere and go home and fair totally fair totally fair in that moment that was actually a turning point for us because there was a lot of like understanding and stuff in what was happening there and became a lot more flexibility as far as sharing time with Guinevere and what we needed at that moment um I think we both love our grandmothers very much unfortunately his is still with with us. And that was, that was heartbreaking for me. There was also for you and I, 
I am, I was much closer with grandma than you were. A hundred percent. I lived with our grandparents for a number of years. I'm the oldest grandchild, biological grandchild. So I've had her the longest and I have, she has been someone who has always made me feel special in ways that other people in this world haven't. So that was, that's really hard thing to let go of. Yeah. Um, I, I understand that in the way that like, so this particular grandmother and I had a very complicated relationship. Mm-hmm. It was very different. And so I kind of compare it to like, if I were to lose dad's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I understand how that, yeah, I, I, and I think in that time, there was, there was a particular time because you were living with dad and Jean at the time and mm-hmm. we were at the house and you had to go upstairs for something. And you said something, I have no idea what you said. I know I've heard this. I've heard you tell this story. so much. I have no <laughs> idea what you said, but you, but you said something and it was a little bit snappy and you went up the stairs and dad looked at me in a way like she just fucking say that to you and like he got a little defensive of me in that moment and I put up my hand and I was like she's just scared because I also knew like not only were you grieving from Alex and his death weeks before Mm -hmm. but barely yeah barely weeks before but also our mother's health has always been She's always the one who's in the hospital where it's always like always in and out of the hospital. And I, to the point like where there was one time in high school when I was in high school and she went into that medically induced coma and I was, and you kept it from me and I was pissed because I was so scared that she was like 48 hours. Like I didn't keep it from you. (laughs) But that was 48 hours that like, I was afraid that like my anger was coming from, I was afraid I would have missed her. In that yeah. I could have missed her in that 48 hours. So and like, I, I'm always, I have always had this fear of mom dying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And same. And I've always had, and it's manifested differently. I always have that concern of she's going to die. And then we're, and like, we just have all of this unresolved shit, <laughs> you know, like, and that's, yeah. and it, this complicated multi-layered shit and what does that look like and how do we deal and so I knew that that's a fear that's a fear because the next call like we just were mere we're just like grief on grief on grief and the next call any minute could be our mom yeah but it turned out the next call was it wasn't mom but it was another death and we, so we had a lot of tension between us for a few months. For the grandma, during grandma's. Uh, and after. And yeah. after was a lot of, we were both in our grief and kind of snapping with each other and shit would happen. We were not our best selves. No. I and, was so in my head about everything. Right. And there was a point that you had, you were going to try to move to Virginia. And so your stuff had moved into my place with me. (laughs) 
Was this before? This is after. Yeah, okay. After grandma died, but before the next death. Okay. So it's the, it's the summer in between. Okay, it's the summer in between. Got it. Okay, I forgot that happened in between. Okay. Yeah, so we had... And yeah, I was going to ex- move in, and we had words exchange. We had words exchange. And I did and not. I moved right back to New Jersey, but my stuff Right, like your, your stuff is still in my storage. A lot of stuff <laughs> still in my storage. Yeah, so we, we, yeah, it did not work. I think you were in the three weeks of you living with me, you were at in my home for like five days. <laughs> not consecutive yeah it was just it was explosive we were not our best selves it was uh it was it was such a mess all around yep and we said some ugly things to each other and I know that it was the summer before because our cousin Linda came to visit and she was with me and she had had a conversation with you beforehand and her and I had gone to dinner and she let me know that her dad our uncle Tom was in the hospital and I was destroyed. And that night we were watching something on television and you text me and you were like, are you okay? Cause like you knew she was going to tell me. And I guess she had texted you and said, I told her. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And I just responded with no no I'm not I'm not okay so for context so like so we were you first, and I hadn't spoken since we got into that fight and I left and yeah, then it had to be September uh, no is. it had to be like late September because I have a picture of the day we had like the big blowout when we went to get Indian food and we said the really shitty things to each other I have pictures of you and Guinevere on the front porch and you can almost feel the tension in your face, but you also like, like we were putting on a brief front with Guinevere and we were taking pictures because that was like her thing to take pictures with the pumpkins every mm-hmm. morning before I took her to daycare and I went to work. So there are these cute pictures and like the first one you're like, uh, <laughs> sure, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to smile. I don't like you, but I'm going to smile for my niece and take a picture <laughs> with you for you. Mm-hmm. And like you could tell you like didn't really want to be in that moment, but we both like gave into it and was like, yeah, I don't want to take yeah, your ass either. Yeah, that was like <laughs> a doozy of a fight that we had gotten into. It it was a shitty, it was a shitty hole. thing. Yeah. So it had to be okay, late so September. It had to be, absolutely, because I do remember those pumpkins and everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was it had to be like post my birthday. <laughs> yeah, it had to be post your birthday late September, early October, early October, because when Linda got here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because she also, she t- called me bef- and told me first because she had this whole plan to tell you while she was down there. She was here. So Cause we were going to go, she was going to help me to go get a new car. Like that's why like, she was visiting. <laughs> okay. And she was like, please, I want to tell your sister in person, please don't tell her yeah, and I was like, well, that's fine because we're not talking to each other right now. So it'll be a little bit more easy to do, but I was so worried. So I, so I did ask her to let me know because I did tell her that we were fighting. So I was like, please do let me know so that I can like message her after because I know she's not going to be okay. Yeah. Because full, so, so for our listeners, full disclosure, our uncle Tom, who is 
Linda's dad and my older sister had a very close relationship. I absolutely loved and adored him as well, but they they had a, such a close relationship, definitely. Um, and that's hard for for context. There was a period of time when I was born or when I was a baby that mom and I lived with Uncle Tom and Aunt Judy, our grandmother's oldest sister. Mm-hmm. So that's how he's our uncle. He married our grandmother's oldest sister. Right. So he's um, more of a hostage. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, True, because we did keep him after captain forever biological um, aunt judy died because fun fact he also married another woman who happened to be aunt judy's best friend right who's also no, named judy oh, not her best friends I um, thought but they, they were all good friends no they all worked together so she knew her because they were colleagues they all oh worked okay i'm sorry i thought they were good friends well anyway her name is also judy so yes. i grew up with a different aunt judy she was but i my really aunt, did too but yeah well, yeah yeah, you did. So, um, so anyway, fun fact. <laughs> yeah. So, and Judy number two, he married with uh, he married when I was ten. They had dated for years before then, but biological and Judy died when I was two. So I was I I do have a very vivid rem- uh, memory of Aunt Judy's funeral when I was two years old. And prior to this trauma year, that's frankly the only funeral I had been to. Oh my gosh. Because I didn't make it to Bobby's funeral in 2007. And I lived in complete denial. And even on my birthday, which was like seven months after he died, I was mad. And I called him to be like, why didn't you call me? and wish me a happy birthday. You call me every year. And it was like, a, oh, that's right. He's not going to. And that's the first time that I was able to go to visit his mom. And be like, he didn't call me. So I never, look, I still don't. I'm going to go to the annual memorial this week Mm -hmm. tomorrow for that. And I still don't deal with it. Like, I still, like, I'll go there and I will be surprised at the end of the night and be like, why didn't, why wasn't he there? I don't even understand. Like, where is he? Like, there's still this part of me that's looking for him. I know. I still have moments where I'm like, oh, I I'm confused about why I can't call Alex and like, even as just a friend, you know, like somebody in my life, like I, it is, uh, I do. I miss him. It's such a different grief than grandma, right? Like that's such a different grief. And well, I mean, definitely for me, I was, I, I don't even know how, I don't think I ever grieved grandma because that time is still is still right now so so brawl I still I'm still crying about Alex I and Mm -hmm. for me it's like he still just died when he when she died like that's still the story in my head so like it's (sighs) I still don't process the first one before the second one so I totally I've never I don't even know if I've ever processed Oh, it's so weird and layered that time. So, but anyway, let's, yeah. so let's go back go, to the timeline. Cause okay. We, so we lived with uncle Tom when I was a baby. Right. I, he's and, been a, and biological aunt Judy. Biological aunt Judy and uh, aunt Judy passed. And there were times that mom and I also lived there 
And even when I lived with grandma and grandpa as a young kid, and I, I went a while, I want to say like a year or two without seeing mom because she just was gone. Right. There was a point where she had disappeared and Uncle Tom had essentially called grandpa and said, I'm grieving my wife. I'm in a really bad place. And my teenage daughter can't raise your granddaughter. I need like, this isn't yeah. really healthy and okay. You need to come get your granddaughter. Right. Um, and that's how I ended up with grandma and grandpa at like four years old. But even when I lived there for the couple of years that I lived there, Uncle Tom and Linda visited me. I saw them more in that first year than I saw mom. And they stayed a part of my life. They've always been a part of my life. There's never been a point in my life. And I cannot say this about any other relative anywhere in our lives. There have been other times where other relatives have absolutely stepped up and been there and taken me in when mom has failed at her job. I say that so critical. That sounds so critical, but that's reality. She was going through her addictions and she was not able to be my mother. So other people have stepped in and Linda and uncle Tom have been the only constant. They always knew where I was. They always came to see me. They were always there. There was never a time where they, where they criticized and fought with my mom and didn't speak with her to shut out, to not be a part of my life. There was never a time, even with any of the other in, in fighting that our family has done, They've never let any of that keep them from my life. And no one else can say that. And Uncle Tom was also, when I was in college, there was a point where, you know, statistically, someone who grows up the way that we did, or the way I did, especially, we don't go to college. We certainly don't finish college. Like, that's just not, that's not what happens to kids who grow up with addicts who don't, who are bounced around in homes. Mm-hmm. That's 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 not our story and Linda was pretty certain for a while that I wasn't gonna finish and she had made that known once in Uncle Tom's living room and Aunt Judy kind of walked away like she Aunt Judy number two she she had walked away like just kind of annoyed with Linda and Linda was probably completely unaware that what she had said was so hurtful and Uncle Tom and I just sat there in quiet for a moment and he looked over at me he was like you know, if you don't finish, if you were to drop out and I was never even considering it, like it hadn't even been a, a thing. Like I'd never once throughout college considered dropping out, mm-hmm. but it was suggested that that's what was going to happen. I was going to fail out. It wasn't going to happen. He was like, if you don't finish, you will absolutely break my heart. And I don't want you to come back. Like, don't come back here if you're not going to finish. And I was like, I have no intention of that. And he was like, I don't think you do. But I want you to know that I have no doubt whatsoever that you can finish and you can, you are going to be great. And he just had this unwavering faith in what I could be. And then years later, fast forward years later, I'm pregnant, not married, dating a guy in a not healthy relationship, but dating a guy for only a few months. And no one has received that news with anything less than... Oh, so you're pregnant. So how are you feeling about that? (laughs) Right? So I'm terrified, terrified to tell Uncle Tom, who has the highest opinion of me than anybody else alive. 
And when I tell him, I tell, I'm on the phone with him and Aunt Judy and Aunt Judy had since had a stroke. So she was not as good with words and communicating verbally. Everything else, she was still sharp as a tack, but her communication had broken off. Which had to be so frustrating for her. It was, you could see it. was, it was so frustrating for her. Yeah, I remember. Um, But when I said, I was like, so I have some news, I'm pregnant. Uncle Tom was just, his immediate reaction was, oh my God, that's wonderful. And he was the first person to say that. And Aunt Judy, she said proud. Aww. And so they they both said, they were like, we have, we have no doubt whatsoever. You're going to be a wonderful mom. This is amazing. Happiest news. And I was so nervous. Like that's such yeah. a, like, I'm embarrassed. This isn't the greatest situation. I'm having a baby and all of this. And everybody is like, so what are you going to do about it? you know, and they were just like, this is the best news ever. You're going to be great at this. We have no doubt whatsoever. And that just, again, that unwavering love. So uncle Tom dying, being the only man in my life that's ever been there constantly being someone who always had that unresounding love and that's fucking devastating. Like I live in a world today, no one, no one. I mean, as much as I know, we've talked about this before, as much as I know that you love me, no one has ever loved me the way he did. That was the pure definition of unconditional. And uh, it's just devastating. I can't, I, I can't even today, I can't even... Yeah, that was that was super devastating. That was a super hard time. And I, during that time for me, when he passed, I was definitely like preoccupied with trying to make sure that you were taken care of and that you were okay. And um, because I knew that you weren't. Yeah. And there, there was like, like the thing. funeral. There's the, the funeral. funeral. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So this is, a, so this is also like, all right, so we're at this funeral for the second time in a year because we were there earlier that year for grandma's funeral. We walked yes. to the exact same fucking funeral home. And we Not go... even 10 months later because it was October. Right. Oh my gosh. Whoa. I just remembered a random detail about grandma's death also and her funeral. When, I, when we walked in, we see grandma standing there talking to somebody and we were like, oh my God, what the... And Linda goes, that's Aunt Joan. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, she looks exactly like Grandma. I was like, I thought we were at your funeral. So anyway, sidebar. Back to walking up to this funeral home for Uncle Tom's funeral. So we had to go. We went with Linda to help with the planning. Sidebar for just a moment. So Grandma's funeral. Aunt Joan, Aunt Joan is, so my grandmother was number three out of four girls. Yeah. So Aunt, Aunt Joan, Joan was one her of the older other. sister. Yeah. Yeah. I just and wanted to okay. clarify that. Sorry, also, yeah. before we get into Uncle Tom's funeral for a second, also to sidebar for my own emotional state, 
because uh-huh. I think you're about to say like we we did a lot for the funeral and planning and everything we did for yeah. grandma's funeral we did a lot so I went so our mother is the only one who's not married so when we went to the funeral home okay sorry so listeners we had a technical difficulty and technical difficulties and we're going to re reinsert so I think we left off at grandma's funeral Oh, okay. So you were talking about uh, planning for for grandma's funeral. So mom is the only one without a spouse and I go with them for the planning session. So I go to the funeral home really to offer support for mom because everyone else has a, has a support system. They have spouses, they have, um, spouses (laughs) and mom doesn't. Like she's there and, and I feel that heavily, like mom is walking in by herself into this moment and her mom just died. And I also understand that mom has a very complicated relationship with her mom. And I understand the burden of that because of all the things we talked about with like having that, that fear associated with our mom dying, like mom dying and being, and all of that complication and all of those unresolved issues and all of these feelings and not understanding and being like, oh, that's going to bring up so much shit. So mom walking into planning for her mother's funeral, like I felt that and I had a lot of empathy and I was like, I want to be there for my mom, which was really hard because I'm compartmentalizing. Like we, we've talked about, I'm a, I, I might have a smidge of codependency. Mm-hmm. So I have this moment of I'm looking at my grownups are all in the room, right? Except the one that just died. That my grandfather is there with his wife. His he was there for wife. the planning part. Yeah. And there's all kinds of feelings about that. I wasn't there for that one. You were not, no. Because you, I think you were babysitting. You were at Aunt Joan's house with Guinevere and Isla. Oh, yeah. And shit hits the fucking fan when we come back to Aunt Joan's house. Or before we come back to Aunt Joan's house. So there's, there's, we're at the funeral home and there's a planning that's happening. Like there's also a clear division across the table. So it's like Aunt Laura and Tommy on one side of the table with their spouses and mom and Aunt Joan on the other side of the table with their spouses. And grandpa is on the back side, but clearly on the side with Aunt Laura and Tommy. Like, so there's this division. So there, there's an, there are disagreements about everything from what day do we do the actual service? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, because I remember that. She died on. I remember that. <sighs> on fucking New Year's Eve, so we have a holiday, and it's not until like the following Thursday that we end up being able to do the service and bury her. Mm-hmm. Because one of the siblings felt, I just I feel like Thursday, and the rest of us are sitting there going. We don't want to live in this unresolved kind of limbo state for a fucking week. Right. So like all of that is happening. And then there's the sense of like, we have to pick out the casket. 
And I'm like, well, this one's pretty and it's the cheapest one. And I get scolded for pointing out price tags. That doesn't matter. And I'm like, well, we didn't talk anything about pricing and what this looks like. And pricing has always mattered our entire lives. And pricing has mattered our entire lives. And there's a huge fucking tension ball over this family about grandma's finances because she did not do well when it comes to finances and left a huge fallout for her kids. I'm going to leave it there because it's public, but there was a lot of lack of planning on her part. Also get life insurance for yourself. It's Mm. the responsible thing to do. No one wants to think about their dying, but get life insurance for yourself. Mm -hmm. I agree. And especially if you have children, house or kids or any two of the three fucking, you need to have life insurance. Children, house or kids? Children, house, kids. Yeah. When I was um, Children selling. Children and kids are the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Married kids, house. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Those were the three things when I, when I was in the personal finance business. If you have two of the three, marriage, kids, house, any two of the three, you need to have life insurance. Mm-hmm. And it's, a di- it, I understand it's difficult. It's, you don't want to think about it. But you need to fucking, you need to plan for your family. Don't leave them deserted. Yeah. So there, so there's a lot of tension all around and shit hits the fan. They have their own arguments and I am caught between, I lost my grandmother and I'm heartbroken and I need to be there for my mom. Also, I have lived with or been through shit with all of these people. There is not a single one of mom. I haven't lived with Tommy, but I've lived with Aunt Laura. I've lived with Aunt Dawn. They have taken me in at different points of my life. I have the utmost respect for both of them. I have my mother in the room. I have my grandfather in the room. I want everyone to feel validated and respected because I love and respect all of these people. And they all have baggage that they're bringing into it. They have 30 fucking years plus. I'm 30 plus 30 plus years of baggage that they're bringing into all of this plus all of their parents marital issues and like I said grandpa was there with his wife grandparents his current wife his current wife grandparents have been divorced for years so there's he so there is a sentiment on one side of the table of he doesn't belong there and another side of the table of that's my dad and her husband. And I don't care who this other bitch is. That's still her husband. Like, so there's a divide that's happening there of what is his role in this. He was, him and his wife, I have to say, through that were very respectful and did not voice, voice a lot of opinions. It was the first time in all of my years that I've ever not heard grandpa (laughs) voice. (laughs) Lots of opinions, right? Yeah. So- it was a very, it was a very tense situation. And so all of that's being carried. And then we go to Aunt Laura's house and there's all of this other shit being carried. And then we go to, and then we go to Antoine's house because there's all these emotions. Everybody just lost their fucking mom. Like that's their mother and it's traumatic. So it was so much. And I lost my grandmother and the 
first time I felt like I could really feel my feelings and my feelings were valid was actually when I saw our cousin Crystal, her and I looked at each other and we're only six months difference in age and just looked at each other and started bawling and holding each other. And it was like, oh my God, I needed to be here with you in this moment because, because we, we have a very different experience of our we're the only ones of the grandchildren who remember when our grandparents were married and loved each other we're like the last of the mohegans here yeah i mean i don't remember it at all i remember them getting divorced and i remember them moving apart and like that's what i remember i remember all the drama with them and they had drama and a tumultuous marriage throughout mm-hmm. I think Crystal and I had the best of them yeah I'm gonna say that even with their even with their children we had the best of grandma and grandpa they were their best selves when it came to the two of us and we can still both look at each individuals and say how deeply flawed they both were they were deeply flawed but we had the best of them so I think it was a unique and very different experience but so we were there through that planning and then yeah and then you and me uh you and I went to Crystal's house and we Mm -hmm. we all put together the The slideshow yeah Mm -hmm. that was and that was like a weird experience for me too it was like I saw I mean, first of all, there's there are a lot of pictures of me and grandma when I was little and everything like that was interesting to like look back on that. But I did also see like how much more there was of you guys and grandma and like how much more memories you guys have with her and probably much more good memories with her than I did. I mean, like, like I said, my relationship with grandma was very complicated. It was uh, very heavily influenced by mom's relationship with her, you know? Yes. Yeah, you didn't really get to have a relationship with her independent of, by the time you came around, she had already done so much to disappoint grandma and mom already had such negativity that she passed on. Well, and so she kept grandma and grandpa like actually out of my life for a long time. So to be fair to them, they also weren't given much of a chance with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, but the experiences like that I did have with grandma, like we did fight grandma and I fought and we did not have great experiences. I do have to say like the last time that I did see her like alive and mostly well was we all laughed. We all had a good laugh, you know, at your shower. At my baby shower. Should we tell that story? We should. It was really funny. This is like one of my favorite moments of my sister in the entire history of being alive it was so fucking funny so (laughs) we're all at this restaurant at my sister's baby shower and our grandmother came and and I'm not the only one that had a complicated relationship with grandma okay even no like even the grandkids that have a good good positive memory like you guys had a complicated relationship with her like it was certainly an easy woman to have a relationship with um <laughs> so that is completely fair her and I were not speaking by her choice at the mm-hmm. time that she died I right I still have a lot of anger towards her 
because right. she had the nerve to die before speaking to me. Right. Right. So that's, that's because an of a example. stupid, selfish thing. And that is a perfect example of the kind of relationship that I would say we all had with her, you know, at one point or another, so that happy. was just like the majority of my relationship with her is all. And yeah. so, so just so that we're all on the same page, our entire family is on the same page about that with grandma. So yeah, I preface that fair. for a reason, because that's why this was so funny because we all we understand all, that. Yeah. We can all love her. So grandma has health issues and she's struggling with her emphysema and her anxiety. And, and we're all near- leaving the restaurant. Yeah. Baby shower is done. We're mm-hmm. leaving this restaurant and grandma starts to have a, an episode where she can't breathe. As we're all walking she, down this hallway and there happens to be chairs yes. on either side Happen of to be this chairs, hallway. And Antoine is like, sit down, mom, like worried about her. Grandma can't breathe. Grandma pulls me up to stand in front of her and she's rubbing my belly. And the rest of us are behind, by the way. Like she was one of the first people to leave. So the rest of us are kind of following behind. And we see that everybody is seated, now crowded around grandma and that she's crying. And we're like, oh gosh, what now? Like we (laughs) Like what's going on? What's happening? So I'm standing in front of grandma. Grandma's sitting in a chair and she's rubbing my belly. And she starts to get her breath back and she's really worried that she's never going to meet her great-grandchild, Guinevere. And, and she, she's upset about it. And I'm like, grandma, it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Baby's going to be born like any minute. Can you stop stressing mm-hmm. me up so it's not born like right now? Cause I'm <laughs> not quite ready yet, but I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, and she's like, just shut up, Cheryl. And let me rub your belly and feel my feelings. Essentially. She didn't say feel my feelings. Cause she didn't have that vocabulary, but she was right. like, she was like, shut up. And she's rubbing my belly. And I'm like, yep, this is totally not weird at all. But yes, you can sit here and bond with your great grandchild through my belly. That's fine. And you know, and Dawn's trying to hold her other hands and tell her it's going to be okay. And comes down she starts breathing again she's relaxing eventually she she stands up and she's like okay I'm good to go like we're gonna leave and when she stands up there is a butter knife on the chair that she had sat down on and I said I pick it up and I go hey grandma look I found the thing that's been stuck up your ass all these years And every single one of us looked at each other and busted out laughing, including grandma. (laughs) Yeah. Grandma, grandma, I think like playfully smacked me and was like, shut up, Cheryl. Like the way that she did, because I'm, oh, I always was saying something a little bit sarcastic and snarky and a little Mm -hmm. bitchy to her. That was our thing. Antoine, everyone, but yeah. Antoine got a little pissy with me. Like, don't say something so mean to Aunt, to her. Like, she just oh, that's she's so just funny. recovering. Aunt Laura and I looked at each other and just laughed. Oh my god! And you guys are in like the corner, just can't breathe. I was like, shit! Oh now god. they can't breathe. We're like Couldn't they can't catch laughing. their breath because oh they're so laughing funny. so hard. I'm like, oh, they're turning colors. I was. I'm like, do you need to rub my belly too? Like, what the fuck is going on over here? <laughs> Completely oblivious. And I'm like, yeah, here's what's been stuck up your ass all these years. It just lent itself. To the oh my moment. gosh. It was so funny. So we tell that story to say <laughs> that was the last time I 
saw her like well. Same. That's the last time I ever saw her alive. I think that might be the last time I ever saw her alive too. Yeah. Um, because she got angry with me and refused to take my calls. Right. So from her own feeling, like we had a couple of phone calls, but from her own choice, she'd gotten mad at me about something I was completely oblivious to. And then she wouldn't talk to me about what was going on. And then she fucking died on me and didn't tell me what was going on. And I was so mad at her. So when grandma passed, like you were going through so much extra, more than just her passing. Yeah. So that was super hard. And then, okay, so let's fast forward back to Uncle Tom. Back to Uncle Tom dies. So, and then the, the planning of that one, we were actually both there for. Were you at the funeral home when we had the conversation and, and Aunt Judy was there? Yeah, and, and I was also Linda. there for the next one, too. Mm. Yeah, so, like, this is a doozy of a year. That's why we call it our trauma years, because there were so many. So, yeah, I was. I Because I remember there being, like, a moment. Mm-hmm. And so Linda had brought up, what about my mom? And her stepsister had squashed it and said, no, you just don't do that. And I was yes. like, I don't and understand that is what I was why. There for. Yep, I do. Okay, so that. you were there for yeah. that because it was a very awkward moment because I was yep. like, I don't understand why. And as we mentioned earlier, Aunt Judy had had a stroke. So her verbalization, we don't really know what her feelings were. Like, I don't want to be disrespectful mm-hmm. to this woman who has been my aunt mm-hmm. as far long as I can remember. But I also don't re- want to be disrespectful to my roots of my grandmother's sister and his first wife. And at this point in our uncle's life, he had been married to both women equal time. Mm -hmm. So literally like half of his adult life, he was married to one. She died. He grieved. He did as he had every right to do and should have done. Found a wonderful woman, married her, had a beautiful life with her until the end. Mm Mm-hmm. And what a gift to him and to the world, like to all of us. She, both women have their amazing qualities and their flaws. And, but how great for him that he had two incredibly successful marriages. I I, I don't know that I'll ever have one. (laughs) So (laughs) just so much love there, but. So we yeah. have this whole um, so it, that was super experience. uncomfortable experience. Super yeah. uncomfortable, and we're being there to support Linda and, and trying to be okay. So, and we do the same thing with the pictures and the and yep. the slideshow that's going to show. Yep, and then we go to the funeral. <sighs> And, then and now the you have tapped into your emotional side of everything and you're feeling it. And I'm just trying to, I'm broken. to like take care of you. And so I'm running around quite literally like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to accommodate everything for you and Linda. Just trying to make sure everybody's okay. Also not processing my own feelings. I have my own relationship with Uncle Tom, not as 
heavy and strong as yours, but yeah, not processing my own feelings again. <laughs> right. Cause he is a wonderful human being. Anybody who ever met him had to love him. Yeah. I mean, he had flaws, but not many. Nobody, I mean, one nobody's really exists big one. that doesn't have flaws. One really big one, but otherwise such an amazing person. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry that I keep okay and listing our trauma year, but that's kind of like what we're doing. Nope, anyway. you're right. You're right. So after after that happened, and that funeral happened, also for me personally, in between these, I had my ex-boyfriend, my first love uh, from many years ago, he called me uh, with news that like his family friend that I was close to passed during that and then between after uncle tom um another friend from that friend group also passed away so i had the first one did not have a funeral didn't want one i was actually kind of grateful for that because i had just been a two and um three well i think this was before uncle tom's oh okay I think I'm not even hundred percent sure. So I had just been to either two so. or three funerals. So this one didn't have one. Um, but our friend that was our age that passed, it, he died in a horrific car accident and I, he did have a funeral and that, that was a really hard one to like, Oh, watching a mom bury their child is horrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went through that again. And then, then I don't even know what month or year we're in by the time we get to aunt Judy. Okay, so Aunt Judy dies April Judy of 2017. Yes. Aunt Judy dies April of 2017. Okay, so that makes sense because I had just gone to our friend's funeral and Aunt Judy dies and I go downstairs. I'm living with Grandma and Grandpa Williamson at the time and I go downstairs. This, I know you're going to tell the dress story, right? Yeah. That was not Aunt Judy's funeral. That was the funeral before Aunt Judy's. Because I was Oh, so it was my friend's. It was my friend's It was your friend's funeral. Yeah. That was a point of clarity. Because you mentioned that in like our highlight reel or a previous thing. And I wanted to clarify that. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, good clarification. Okay. So for my friend's funeral, (laughs) I walked down in the dress that we bought for, I think, Uncle Tom's funeral. And or grandma's probably or grandma's. I think grandma's funeral. I don't even know at this point. Because Linda took us shopping for one of the funerals. Yeah, and I really thought it was Uncle Tom's, but it could have been grandma's. I'm not really sure because they have been so close. Uh, so yeah, no, I walked downstairs in my funeral dress is the point of the dress story. And grandma mm-hmm. goes, looks at me and goes, Not another one. And I was like, Oh my God, my life is so sad right now. <laughs> Yes. And and I remember that it's not Aunt Judy's because she knew Aunt Judy's funeral was happening because that was the one where I did not bring Guinevere because at Uncle Tom's funeral, I had a moment where, so mom comes in, she's in a whirlwind of drama. You had to Mm -hmm. go pick her up because her car broke down on the way there. And her friend that she brought with her, like walked out, like got out of the car when it broke down and walked down the highway. Oh my God. So there was a whirlwind of drama a lot of stuff. and you only went to go get her because I was like, I want my mommy. And then yeah. she walked in and there were words exchanged apparently in the parking lot between oh, her, between me and between you 
And yes. grandpa's wife. Yes, because grandpa was in the parking lot at the grandpa and his wife were in the parking lot. And mom went to grandpa's side and they were talking, they're saying some stuff. And then his wife turned and said something to mom that I found just incredibly disrespectful. I couldn't even tell you what it is. Mom even said to me after the fact, she was like, I didn't really think that warranted that reaction from you because I reacted to her, to grandpa's wife. And I was like, you do not talk to my mother that way. And Mm -hmm. that was so disrespectful. And like, and I was just, I was upset and mom didn't really think there was a reason for me to be upset. I absolutely did, obviously, but there was a lot of stuff going on. So there was a lot because I can't legitimately tell you how I would feel now. (laughs) Because I was definitely like, why is grandpa and his wife, which at this point in our lives, I'm just going to say none of us liked his wife. I don't know if feelings have evolved since then. Um, so much. Mine we'll certainly haven't. That... Okay, great. So we'll just let that hang there. And she's very loud and she has opinions. I'm like, she never met my Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom and my grandfather have not had a relationship in like 30 years. Yeah, no, we were kind of like, why were they even there? Why are you fucking here? Yeah. And you don't belong here almost like I was a little bit like protective of that and not uh, disrespectful to uncle Tom to grandpa but just like all right if you want to come pay your respects fine but you keep your shit as small as possible because your role in this man's life was small as possible yes and I do get the feeling I did at the time and I do still now got the feeling that you and Linda both kind of appreciated me be shutting that shit down and being like get yes. out of here so you my did. reaction you shut it down in the parking lot <laughs> yeah yeah you outside shut shit of down everything in the parking lot but I know mom came in in a bit of a whirlwind and mm-hmm. I was refusing to go to the casket to see uncle Tom at the time because I was just like I'm scared I don't want to see him like that I can't do that and I was right. I was a little bit like in my own shell shock I can't deal with this and I I had kind of just let down my I need to take care of anybody else kind of feeling because Linda had her husband and Guinevere was fine. And so I was just like, I'm I'm just I I can't deal almost catatonic sort of state in the back of the room. I don't want to go see my hero laying down unresponsive. And you came in and you were like your mommy's here like because that's who I asked for and you went and you got her you did exactly what I wanted what I what I needed or expressed that I needed what you asked for what I asked for like I was very like I didn't want to leave you that was the thing I I don't want to leave and you were very like you were very clearly like torn in that moment where you're like I don't want to leave you but do I go get mom and I was like I want my mommy and you were like okay done you go, yeah. you do it in the most efficient way you possibly can. For me, it felt like minutes. And I think she was like an hour away. It took, it was, she wasn't an hour away. I have no idea. Stretch. It was probably more like 20 minutes away, but it did take like a minute. And then we had, and I had, and you had that first, drama in the parking lot. Well, she was going the wrong, first of all, she was going the wrong way on the highway. So I had to find her. 
So she wasn't even coming. So we, I did have to go a little bit out of the way, but luckily she was only like five minutes the wrong way. So okay. I did have to find her. Then there, we had to wait for like the AAA person or whatever to deal with that. And then there was like some drama with that. And then we get into all kinds of drama, car. right? At your car. Probably I had at the time. So we get into probably your, your car, I think whatever car I was driving. And so I got to turn around and I got to find the parking lot. And then I got to go back and find the the right direction to the funeral home. So then we get there and then that whole thing happened in the parking lot. And then I get inside and I'm like, here you go. Here's your mom. And the mom is like herself. And you're like, no, I don't want that. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause my experience. So literally you're going through all this anxiety and I'm sure you're feeling anxious. Like I need to get you to my sister my sister needs you now and you're probably sitting there like and very also my aware sister of how needs much time. me too like I right. need to be there because my sister needs me my cousin also was like very expressive of how she wanted me to be and there for her never and... seen me that vulnerable before at this point in our lives ever so you're like this I'm is a, a tailspin for you like <laughs> yeah. you're scared and you're going through all so you're probably very aware with every moment that ticks by so yes. just so you know I sat there. I, it could have been four hours. It could have been five minutes. I have no concept of time. Yeah. It was probably a grand total of an hour. It tops. Cause I was and in I'm a rush. Sitting there like, <laughs> I don't know. All I know is you left and you came back and you're like, I have your mommy. She's here. And you're rubbing my back. And I look up and I see her come in and she's got like her arms out. And she's like, <gasps> <gasps> and I'm like, yeah, not that one. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, no, I don't have space for that right now. Just keep her away from me. And you were like, okay, so change And I had to keep her Bye. occupied. I'm like, I'm going to keep her away from you. And I walk up and I go to the cat, like by myself, I just go walk up and I'm like, okay, so nope, she can't be who I need her to be. I'm going to walk up to the casket. And I go up to the casket and it was actually Guinevere who came up to me and broke me out of like my staring state. She came up and she was only, I mean, this is October, 2022, 2022, Mm -hmm. 2016. So she's only like two and a half years old. Mm -hmm. Ironically, the same age I was when Aunt Judy won passed. Mm -hmm. And she she puts her hand on my back and she's rubbing my back and she's like, it's okay, mommy. And I looked down at her and I held her little hands and like, I just had this moment where I was like, oh my God, I remember being her age at my very first funeral and doing the same thing for mom. Wow. And Aunt Judy's funeral and just being like, oh, this is heavy. What a full circle fucking moment. And this, and I pat her back and I was like, mommy's going to be okay. It's okay. And I was so sad for her that she would go her life without knowing this wonderful man. I was not, I'm still not okay that uncle Tom is gone, but it was kind of like this full circle. I was okay with anything else that was going to happen. Like everybody else sort of, it was like the tunnel of the worlds that I had been blocking out just suddenly just came in surround sound and I kind of looked around and was like all right so yep life is still happening Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and it's going to be okay. I actually watched the video when Uncle Tom was in the hospital the other night that I sent because he was, he was in the hospital and you called me and you said, they're going to pull the plug because Linda doesn't want you to see him like this. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm going to send you a video. And they had pulled the plug and you played the video for him of me mm-hmm. getting to say goodbye and it's going to be okay. And he died like right after my video was over. Because again, I was on the highway headed north and I missed him just like I did with Aunt, with ugh, fucking with grandma, like months before I was living this deja vu moment of I'm on my way and they're gone. So thank you for having called me and letting me know that they were going to do that. I wasn't going to make it, but we got up there and we had, and we were at the funeral and everything. And then the following April Aunt Judy dies Mm -hmm. and I did not bring Guinevere with me. Cause I was like, I feel like three funerals in a year and a half is probably too much. And maybe that's the one that I didn't go with for the planning for. Did I? I didn't go for the planning for that one. Yeah. No. Then I don't think so. Her, I was definitely thinking about. So one. Aunt Judy's two children really shut us out. Yes. Of that yeah. whole thing. That's right. But we went to the funeral to we had a huge fight the night before after the viewing. Yes, we did. You and I had a huge fight. Yes, we did. And that's how I know I was at grandma and grandpa's with you. That's how I know the fu- the dress story thing is because uh, I stayed at grandma and grandpa's with you. And you and I had a huge fight. You went somewhere else and I was at grandma and grandpa's and... I remember they were watching CBS when I came in. I talked to grandma and grandpa for a while and it was late. And I was like, I'm surprised you guys are awake. It's super late and kind of had like this casual, weird conversation. They were like, where's Missy? And I was like, well, we just had a fight. She'll be back later. I'm just going to go. And I went and slept on the couch. And when you came in, you like, you came into the living room and you were like, you can go sleep in my bed. And I was like, I'm good. I'm fine. And you went up to bed and the next morning we just got up like the whole fight didn't even happen. And I remember us walking up to the funeral home and just be and like we both stopped at the door and we took a huge breath. We were just like, <sighs> here we are again. <laughs> I think and- we were both looking at the carpet too. Because I was like, if I never see this carpet again, it's such a distinguishable pattern. It's the same funeral home for Grandma, Uncle Tom, and Aunt Judy. Yep, that's right. right. In New Jersey, they're all in the same cemetery with our great-grandparents. That's right. (laughs) Both Grandma and Grandpa's parents. Like, our whole family's there. It's just like, this is so much. It was so much. It was so hard pause we're gonna Um, wrap up so yeah yeah, it looks like it's about time to wrap up we are at the last part of that anyway nobody else died after aunt judy right and for a while anyway because people did my life yeah but (laughs) i did uh, well so i know after that i had made a post on facebook where i was like so listen 
Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I'm not dealing well with any of this. Yeah. And so any other grandparents or aunts or uncles, you're not allowed to fucking die before me. Like I need a, yeah. I need a break yeah. and no, you're not allowed to go. That's right. <laughs> I remember grandma, like uh, dad's mom saying, I'm going to do everything I can because you girls have been through a lot this year. She fucking watched us. She really did. Watch she did. From the peripheral, she was watching that whole thing un- unravel. Yeah. And it was definitely yeah. like, whew. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. I really appreciate that. And she is thankfully still alive and doing everything Healthy. she can. Yeah. To, to hold, uphold her pro, pro, uh, her promise because yep. she's I, I put everyone on notice like I'm not I'm not doing it anymore <laughs> I'm broken true story all right well so, I think that wraps up our year of trauma we finally yeah. did it yeah we did it we had this conversation we finally talked about it <sighs> that's a lot it was so so sorry to lay this all on you listeners. Uh, we'll put a little warning in the show notes. <laughs> right. Put it a, a little bit of a warning. There was a lot that happened that year. We definitely did not treat each other very well that no, year. Yeah. Yes. So, so there was definitely a lot of baggage and everything. As horrible as it was and as bad as we were to each other, we wouldn't be where we are today without having had all of the fights that we had through that year and a half. Yeah, that's true. And and we were tight best friends before that too. So it's pretty amazing how how yeah. much how much uh Im- impact that kind of time had in our lives and where we are now and like where we came from. Like we wouldn't be here, but we still would probably be close because we were, you know, like <laughs> right. But we <laughs> wouldn't be doing best this. Friends, but we might not and be doing our this communication. Sure. We had to get to. We had yeah. to get to a better part with our communication. To have a better about, version like, of our relationship. Yeah, yeah. About our fears and all of that baggage. Yeah. And some of that is coming from we saw these siblings go through these really bad times. As bad as it is for us to have lost these people, we also watched siblings fucking tear each other apart. Yeah. And we, I think we both walked away, like holding each other's hand going, that's not going to be us. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happens as uh, all of our fears, especially around like mom dying. Listen, uh, we're not going to let them break us. We're not going to let that generation or the generation before or anything. Shit. We've done at literally the opposite of what they all did I would say and through our hardships with our mother and our father I think that you and I have linked fucking arms and walked through that trouble and trauma and fire yeah. head on together instead of instead of fighting with each other and being against each other and like we witnessed them do. And I, I think that we've already done a really great job breaking that curse and seeing that firsthand. Yeah. I, I definitely being do able agree to look that, that in the face and say, no, that ends here, like here. that generational trauma. And I think that's really when we started to get that language around, no, this yeah. is being handed down to us. Yeah. And, and we're going to stop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a big lesson. And I think an important lesson it sucks that we had to go through all of that. 
to get yeah. to where we are. <laughs> but um, that, as much as I love you and our relationship, I would totally not go through totally all of those steps. Go back to be able to hug my grandmother or my uncle again. To just be able to have a hug, one hug, I'd be like, fuck this podcast and fuck this <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but <laughs> I would do anything for just one hug. Yeah. Well, we're hugging them from here, sending them love, and uh, they're with yes. us all the time. So I'm going to listen to my my playlist that's called Just Cry and just go ahead and okay. allow myself to cry. You're going to go that out. route. That's I'm gonna where I'm going to go. I'm going to probably go the comedy route. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's how we deal with things separately. That's, you do that you, sure is. You do you, babe. <laughs> I love Feel you. Your feelings. I love you. <laughs> Listeners, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, um, <laughs> please <laughs> send us a message. Hey, listen, if you are going through anything, we're here for you. If you just need uh-huh. to talk to somebody and tell somebody what's going on, you just need to share. We're here for you. It yes. can be death. It could be way more or less significant than that. Also, um, just want you to know that you're not alone. Yeah. I hope this helps somebody. That's why we're posting it. Is yes. uh, I just hope it helps somebody out there. So you feel a little less alone in the world. That's right. Okay. Love you. Love you. So that's our situation. Thank you for listening and joining us today. Please download and subscribe, like, and comment wherever you listen. Check out our website, sisterlysituationspodcast.com. And email us at sisterlysituationspodcast at gmail.com. Also, please check out my lovely sister's yoga website, (laughs) consciousyoga.tv. Thank you. Thank you.